This podcast is intended for adult audiences. Over the age of 18, it contains adult language and situations. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to us, and not of any employer, organization, committee, or other group or individuals. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast, a podcast by swingers for swingers, where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe, interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. The Swing Nation Podcast is proud to partner with Shameless Care. Yeah, this this was an easy partnership, right? They reached out to us. These are lifestyle people who are looking to help the lifestyle, right? They want to they want to be able to provide lifestyle people with STD testing and at home ED medication. Yeah, so the STD testing is super awesome. You basically fill out a survey and they tell you how often you should be tested, and then you receive the test at home. You're able to take it from the comfort of your home, smell it back in, and you get your results a few days later. Yeah. And then, you know, knowing those results is a huge deal. Um, But you can also do ED medication, right? You know, having ED in the lifestyle is super common, right? Because you're in a high stress environment and, uh, you know, trying to maintain your erection in that environment can be difficult. So you go online, you take a little survey, you fill out some healthcare information um, and they they ship you the medicine right to your door. You don't have to have the conversation with your doctor. Um, You can do it all from home. Yes, yeah, so use our code TSN on shamelesscare.com to receive $30 off. We use it. We suggest you use it. Um, you know, if you need that service, go out there and get it. Thank you. So, Lacey, people are asking, how do they get to go to a party or an event with us? They check out swingersociety.net. You create a profile, you sign up for an event, and you come hang out with us. It's super easy. That's right. If you want to party with us and the other faces and names that you know from social media and TikTok, head on over to swingersociety.net. Can't wait to see you there. Hey there, pineapple people, and welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your hosts, Northern Guy and Southern Girl. And today we have a very special episode. We are sitting down with two girls, one pineapple, and that's Christina, Sarah, and Jean, and they are actually a polyamorous uh, couple in the lifestyle. Yeah. we You don't see a ton of that. Hello. Welcome. So we were really excited to sit down and talk to them and kind of see like what their relationship dynamic looks like. Yes. So welcome. Welcome. So um, just for the listeners out there, you guys can't see them on camera, but we're we're talking to them via like a Zoom call. Um, and Christina and Sarah are here. Jean is not, wasn't able to make it, but... Uh, um, we appreciate you guys taking the time to sit down with us. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. And um, thank you for having us. All right. So I think where we, we generally like to start well, with people that come on our podcast is we want to learn a little bit about you guys and kind of your lifestyle journey. Um, so if you just kind of want to tell us, you know, how um, maybe how you guys met and how, how you found the lifestyle, um, maybe how you found polyamory, uh, we'd be interested to kind of hear that whole story. I guess I would start off with it happens. It just happens. <laughs> because me and her, we've been together for, believe it or not, 23 years. And it's just this love that we have with each other. <laughs> we've been through hating each other, loving each other, on and off, yeah. seeing other people, coming back to each other, and just truly somebody that knows exactly who you are. <laughs> this is it. Okay. So you guys started as a as a lesbian a couple together. Is that and, and how long were you dating or together that way? We were on and off, like I said, for twenty three years, on and off. We've had other partners in the middle of it all, but always seem to find each other. Okay. And so when you had those partners, you, you had taken a break from your relationship and, and went and dated other people? Taken a break from relationship. And then there were a few partners that we did the relationship with the three of us. Mm-hmm. But if now with our partner, Gene, if you're not strong enough to handle two women and not put us against each other and all that other stuff that goes along with it, yes, you can't, it won't work out. It won't work mm-hmm. out if three people truly, uh, 
think that it's just with one person or the other person. It's literally three people. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. That makes sense. Yeah. No, that, that does make sense. Uh, so at what point in time, so you guys are, uh, you know, dating or is, is a lesbian couple. So how do you, how do you meet Gene? How does he come into the, how do you kind of discover that you are polyamorous or want to be polyamorous? How does that come up? Gene, Gene, that was fun. Um, Gene, we met, uh, I was like, you know what? I feel like mixing up a little bit. Let's meet some people off Craigslist. Right. And, when was uh, this? How long this ago was, was this? Just before Craigslist closed down their I was about uh, to say. counters. Yeah. Just before, yeah. Just before they closed down the casualty counters, uh, I had put out a post and we had met up and I had like, we had like three on rotation at the time <laughs> of just different guys. <laughs> and for some reason, we really, Gene and I really clicked. Um, and then he just took out my Wednesdays, took out my Fridays, took out my Saturdays and then I introduced um, introduced him to Sarah, and then ten no no ten years eight <laughs> eight years later here we are. So you were seeing like alone you were seeing several guys from Craigslist. Yes, without Sarah. Okay, and Gene just happened to be like the shining star of all of them. He's the one that that kind of clicked with you. So once you and Gene kind of had developed something, then you introduced Sarah to him. Correct. 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 Did he know about Sarah the whole time, or did you present it as you were a single woman looking for some hot Uh, fun? I don't, Gene did, I don't think Gene really knew my name for the first. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I lo- no, we can relate. We We've all been it. there. Yeah. We, we get it. <laughs> we did the, the name change. We did the kick. We tried to stay yeah. safe because you know there's a bunch of guys and the weirdos and trying to weed in the mouth. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, we like to like set up dates and then talk to them for a little bit and then cancel with them to see if they would get upset. <laughs> you know? You yeah. know, because there's ones that'll be like, no, you suck. And then there would be ones that'd be like, oh, it's okay. And then those are the ones that kind of won the next level of, oh, yeah. You really don't know who you're dealing with people online. So that was really hard for us to just try to stay safe and try to, you know, and be there <laughs> and be yeah. safe. Because we didn't know about these clubs, about secrets and about um, trapeze and all these other places. We were just putting up posts. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I assume from the way you're talking that you guys were kind of using Craigslist to explore your fantasies or, or sexuality. On dating yeah. app type of situation. And so yeah. How, I guess it, I get the question that comes to my mind is how do you identify then? Are you are you both bisexual or are you just bisexual, uh, oh, we're, Christina? We're both, or? we're both bisexual. Mm-hmm. Okay. We both like men, but we tend to stick with each other because men haven't been like been everything that they were cut up to be, at least so far. Yeah. <laughs> right. You so know? emotionally you guys connected, but you, you had desires to, to explore with, with to, men. To be with other men, yes. Mm-hmm. And that's what we kind of had trouble with before. We're like, are we gonna be with each other? Are we gonna be the whole monogamy thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Comes in. Well, we would have to be with each other. Why do we have to have such strong feelings for each other and not be able to explore these other feelings and still be with each other? And that's where the lifestyle kind of came in and said, oh, wow, we could still be uh, monogamous to each other, but still have that decision to like, okay, let's play with somebody. Let's go out and meet somebody. Let's go do a, to a freedom to have that voice to say this week, I want to do something and be a lifestyle person is, is amazing because it's not mm-hmm. something you have to do every weekend. Yeah. yeah. You know, lifestyle is a fun thing. It's something that you do for fun. It's something that it, you don't have to get. It does get addicting. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does yeah. Yeah. The lifestyle it does. does get addicting, but you have to make sure your core is good before you play. Yeah. If I don't do the things that she needs mentally, physically done, you I cannot play. Yeah. I have to make time for her to do the things that she wants to do, the things that he wants to do. You can't just go on the fact that this is always about sex all the time. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's hard so to say that out loud. No, I get that. So essentially you were 
in the lifestyle, but you kind of didn't even know it. You were just seeking out additional partners, but had no idea that there was this whole other world. Exactly. Okay. So awesome. So Jean comes into the picture and Sarah, I'm assuming that you hit it off with Jean as well. Oh, yes. So how did you go from this couple that like to play with this guy on occasion to an actual polyamorous relationship? Well, Jim is very open. He's very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? He's just, he's, he's a good time. He really is. Like, overall, he's always there with shot. You know, he's just an amazing person. Always there to listen. Always there to say, okay, if there's something going on, that he's willing to to just adjust the situation. He's always there to have a good time. He's yeah, only there for a negative time. We all complement each other in our ways. And it's just, I don't And when Jean says something, we listen. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, did, did y'all ever have like a moment where you realize, oh wow, we're polyamorous, or did it just kind of naturally just kind of fell into that that it, kind I of think, relationship? I think uh, it definitely fell into that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think we were really looking for it. Um, I think we were just okay. Me and him started date, uh, seeing each other. Then all three of us started seeing each other, and then all three of us started seeing each other more and more and more often. And then it seemed to be like, okay, this is really working out. Let's not, yeah, let's not say anything before we fuck it up. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting. You you said you guys have been together for 20 years. So, you know, I think back, you know, I assume you're similar ages to us. 20 years ago, even being a lesbian couple was probably something that, um, you know, you maybe were closeted about or or weren't super, you know, that that was, that was, you know, that was for sure. Yeah. 20 years ago, that, that was something that was hard to be open about. Um, so how did you, you know, how, I guess, can you tell us a little bit about how, you know, did you grow up conservative and that at what point in that time did you realize that you, you know, were attracted to women and that you wanted to be in a relationship with, with women? Well, most definitely, um, I was a conservative one growing up in a Christian household and whatnot. So that definitely, she was my best friend. This is leave it like that to my parents mm-hmm. she was my best friend and yeah it's just you know can't go wrong with the best friend being a girl yeah <laughs> yeah so and that we pulled that we pulled that with the wrong till today honestly <laughs> really <laughs> but my wow. par- yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, because I just I think they know I just don't want to like cross the line at their house you know mm-hmm. I'm, I'm you know when we outed kind of outed ourselves to a family it was you know kind of the same thing at first they're like shocked and then they're kind of concerned like are you are you okay is he making you do (laughs) this like is there something wrong with your relationship and then once they kind of figure out that okay no everything's okay then they're like so how does this work exactly like what do you guys do like then they start getting curious and asking all the questions you know well usually i'm the one that they're blaming for everything Uh, yeah Yeah, there's usually one in each relationship yeah that's me she's she's the good conservative girl and you're the you're the one that came and were the troublemaker and yeah i think playing barbies that we were having like sex parties <laughs> you know like we were dreaming about these things before it even happened for us <laughs> yeah, my mom actually says the exact same thing which i think it was my sister but my mom said that our barbies had a lot of sex and stuff like this and we were, but i think it was my sister i don't think it was me <laughs> not at all i think barbies is the perfect place to start mm-hmm. yeah yeah, well, it was just so funny. Well, it's funny to me because we, you know, we always talk about the lifestyle 
you know, as a journey and, you know, where you start out and how you start exploring. It's not, you know, over the years, you, you change your rules and your boundaries and, and everything changes. And, you know, especially from your guys' perspective, it seems like your whole life has kind of been this lifestyle journey where, you know, you've kind of always been pushing back against the the norms and what's okay and what's taboo. Oh, and, um, and then here you are 20 years later and you're still kind of discovering what, you, you know, how you want to engage in sex and what is okay and not okay. And, um, it definitely seems like it's been a, quite a journey for you guys. Oh yeah. My mom called me the wild child. <laughs> <laughs> it's a never-ending learning experience. It's a journey to encouragement and just try to make it a good one and communication yeah. for sure. And sometimes we forget to communicate and then after we're just like, oh, and beat ourselves up over it. And, you know, it's also forgiveness yeah. Also, you know, knowing your partner's boundaries and a lot of love. <laughs> yeah. So how did you finally figure out what the lifestyle was and start truly engaging in the lifestyle? Um, Jean invited us to a house party. Yeah. Uh, and it was Denise's hideaway in Miami. I know in Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. And we were the quiet couple in the back, just watching mm-hmm. and talking. And I was just like, this is a place where I could actually bring Sarah and be with you and have a good time and play. And just with a group of people that actually felt like family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. If you've never been to a swingers club, the first or swingers, whatever, it's almost like you walk in, it's like you've found your people in a way. It's almost yes. like a breath of fresh air to just be like accepted by all the people in the room. Yes. And the host of the party was like, here, you could be the shop girl because you need to go talk to people. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. And I won't forget it was like a Halloween party. And I was dressed up as a police officer. I promise you I was naked by the time I but not even the first half. Yeah. I, just, I made so many friends and just made so many cool people that are like, this is where it's at. Mm-hmm. Um, this is home. This is home. And this is where I could be with Sarah. I could be with Gina. Just be who we want to be. Because we can't go to the mall and hold all three of hands. I would have to choose between who I want to hold hands with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's so, such so- a beautiful did Gene have experience in the light? Like, was he a swinger? Had he done, he had experience when he before he met you guys, or how did that? He, I guess, what you would consider a bull in the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, he had a few lifestyle experience. At least, uh, I think a, a few. At least one that he told me where I think he went to secrets once. Went got in there for like fifteen minutes, and somebody scooped him up right right up <laughs> and took him to the room and. <laughs> You know, he didn't even experience the whole secrets, you know? Yeah. It was just that one moment. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. He's done, that was he a good experience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's had some good experiences. And yeah. I wish he would be able to tell, him, tell him yeah. his stories himself. But Yeah. That's working. okay. <laughs> okay. And then, so, so you know, me and, me and Lacey are pretty pretty good, uh, good with swinging, but with Polly, there's so many other terms out there that uh, we're not super familiar with. So, in in your dynamic, is do you have a relate? Do you each have a relationship, or are you? Uh, I guess they call it a V, where he has a relationship with one of you, but not the other one of you. How how? What is your dynamic with with Gene? Gene, I think all of it's all love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I tend to be the more prominent person in the middle. But they uh, love each other as much as I think I love them, you know, separately. Um, how do you love Jim? <laughs> well, I feel like we just relate. And um, I think that we just, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, we correspond well, all three of us. There's one person missing, like, the whole group is missing. We're missing one person. Yeah. We like to be with each other all the time. Yeah. So that's, I, I guess, the, is the triad, is that the right term for that then? I, you know what? In terms are hard. A menage a trois, we like to call it. <laughs> <laughs> that's more fun sounding. Yeah, no. a menage a trois with the three of us always. 
like, um, yeah, not one is uh, more dominant than the other. Obviously, mm-hmm. I speak out more than the others, mm-hmm. but uh, we all have a say in things. We all have an opinion. We all have a word. And if something, if someone doesn't like something, then we all have to readjust ourselves. Okay. And that's then, how we like it. Now, do you all live in the same the same house? Um, Sarah and I live together. Um, Jean lives in Deerfield. Uh, hopefully at the end of the year, fingers crossed, we will all have, be in one house. Okay. So, that's so hopefully we could come back in the Swing Nation to tell you how we're doing. <laughs> Living all three of us together yeah. because it is a whole different dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. When we start to live with each other. So <laughs> stay tuned for that. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, you know, that's an interesting, you know, we, uh, we just had a meeting with Brett from uh, Open Love, who, you know, he, which is a, they're an advocacy group for non-monogamy and, and they do a lot in the, I guess, the poly space as well. Um, and they were telling me, you know, he was, we had a conversation about, and I think a lot of maybe our listeners don't realize this, that polyamorous people and, and non-monogamous people in general face a lot of discrimination, but even like housing issues, right? Like if you're renting a house, um, there, there's some landlords and, you know, that in the, in the lease won't let three adults live within a household. Right. Um, so do you guys have concerns about that? Is, you know, I, I know you say you're, you, you're, you know, up until very recently, you haven't been open about being polyamorous, but do you guys have that kind of concerns for your community? You said, and I heard that you have children and, you know, like having a third partner go pick up children from school. I assume that needs to happen. Maybe sometimes if you guys have appointments and get busy and stuff like that, like how does all that work? Uh, When it comes to the children and everything, I think that, uh, well, our hope is to buy a house so we don't have mm-hmm. to have the housing problem. Mm-hmm. Hopefully have enough space to people be out of our business. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we, uh, when it comes to things like that, we would have to stay out loud. I think right now our biggest problem is who would want to marry who? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that's our biggest problem right now. But uh, when it comes to family, I think that when it comes to picking up kids, they don't have to know who's picking yeah. up who. Mm-hmm. Um, and same thing with living. Who, who really? Who's gonna? Unless they ask, right? Yeah, they're not gonna really know the damn difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's I, I just, assume I, you know healthcare and and all those issues that you really don't think about until um, it yeah. comes down. Yeah. Yeah, but right now um, I'm trying to take care of Sarah. Jean is trying to take care of us. Yeah. yeah. And when we move out, um, those will be problems that we'll have to address at this point she's like you're because stressing me out Dan. Now <laughs> no, I thought no. about all these things no, no. It, it, no you're absolutely right it's just one problem at a time right. yeah well I, th- I think it's just I think it's important to raise these issues one on on this podcast and, and to talk about it because I think there's so many people that they're like oh polyamory you know that's great and you guys do whatever you want and that's no problem and you know you guys live your life you know happily ever after it but they don't realize that society forces us into these boxes and that monogamy is such the norm that are yes. they're just issues that are baked into society, like housing, like healthcare, like yeah. childcare, that, you know, that there are laws that we have to change to fix that so that, you know, couples yeah. like you don't face discrimination or don't have to worry about who you're going to talk to and who you're going to tell. And if your landlord's exactly. going to find out that there's three adults living in a house and is that going to yeah. cause them to terminate your lease? You know, all those kinds of issues. I would yeah. assume that most people in society. Why as long don't as know, shit right? Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't understand if, in the same way, you know, we're big on this. If you guys are consulting adults, you can engage in your relationship however you want to engage in the, your relationship, and it's not hurting anybody, you know, out out on the outside. So why are they trying to dictate how you guys? Um, you and know, it's, it perform? does make it hard because you know when we're gonna get a house, it's only two people under the lease under the you know the name. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. What if I want to put? Sarah, it, it is a big deal. It is definitely something that we have discussed about, you know, who, like, who is the responsibility going to go under? Yeah. And, uh, Jean luckily has been so nice to say it's whatever you ladies want, whatever you guys feel safe as since we are, you know, we've been together longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just, we're just so go with the flow kind of things. We're just like, whatever happens, as long as the bills are paid, 
we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. No, but you yeah, know. those are tough decisions because yeah. you know, God forbid, there was an issue with your relationship, and you, you know, you got in a fight with exactly. June and said, "No, get out of here." Well, if he's not on the lease, you know, he he can't exactly. live there. You're like, you know, you could get him for trespassing. You know, what I mean, when exactly. truthfully, it's it's his house. Yeah. No, so there's there's no, a lot of little Jesus. issues that are baked into the relationships. Yeah. Yes. No. Gina signed a uh, contract with us earlier. You cannot leave. <laughs> no, I'm just oh. kidding. <laughs> a love contract. I, I don't think I'd want to get rid of Gina. I think after eight years and after 20 something years, I think we know, we know each other enough to be like, okay, we want to make this decision with each other. It's been a long time coming. Uh, my daughter loves them both. I think uh, our, the family dynamics work. If anybody else wants to kick us out of the, the lease, then let them kick us out. <laughs> yeah. Right. If as long as it works for you, that's all that should matter. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. But uh, we'll come back to you in a year from now and we'll tell you what kind of problems we're having when it comes to buying or leasing or whatever yeah. problems we're having. Yeah. Because right now we have not faced any of those problems other than people not understanding why we've made a decision to be with each other. Yeah. Well, and it's, you, like you even said buying a house. Well, you're technically you're a three income family, right? Like, so I'm sure most banks won't recognize a three income, you know, a three head of household type family and the, the incomes to get a loan and all that stuff. So it's very interesting. You know, yeah. I've, I've never thought of some of these things until we're just talking about it now. Yeah, so. you'll have to keep us posted on all of them. Oh, of course. Of course. I think it'll be a, a damn roller coaster ride. And if anybody's listening, and has any suggestions, please, <laughs> please hit us up to Girl on Pineapple before we uh, at gmail.com. So it will prepare us for the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll, definitely, uh, we'll definitely have to put you in contact with Brett in the in open love because it seems he, he's making lots of headway mm-hmm. and, and is, you know, at the forefront, I think, of advocacy for non-monogamy and polyamorous, uh, polyamorous people. Uh, and actually, I just saw on his his Facebook that uh, was it yesterday mm-hmm. in uh, in Massachusetts, uh, one of the cities passed a law where uh, they it's an anti discrimination law where you can't discriminate against non monogamous and polyamorous people for jobs and housing uh, based on their relationship. Oh, so that's what? it's pretty interesting. Yeah, and I guess that's the first in the country um, where a city ordinance has passed a law like that. So. There is headway being made out there, and there, there are people like Brett and in, uh, in OpenLove.org uh, that are kind of at the forefront of that. And, of course, us here at the Swing Nation, we we are 100% behind that. So it's good to see stuff like that. Yeah, well, we're here in Florida, and I'm about to look up our laws now. We'll be at the forefront <laughs> of that now. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the thing. We'll have to get you in contact with Brett because essentially what he's putting together is a packet for if people are in communities and want to approach city councils and propose these types of bills and laws um, that, you know, they're going to put together. You know, this is how you go to city council. This is how what you bring up. And these are the issues and, you know, get them to vote on it, you know, and that's how that gets slowly we can make change across the country with this kind of stuff. I love making changes. I love standing up for what we believe in. I, I love being part of a community. I love just being free and being accepted mm-hmm. and accepting others that think that they're lost and they're not. Yeah. Yes. All right. So I think now what we're going to do is we're going to stop and take a little break to hear from the partners and sponsors of the Swing Nation podcast. And then when we get back, I want to talk to you a little bit more about um, Two Girls, One Pineapple and exactly what that is. Uh, I know you guys have a business, so we want to we want to hype that up a little bit. And then I want to talk a little bit more about swinging and how how your dynamic works in that space. Um, so stay tuned, guys. We're going to take a little break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about all those things. We here at the Swing Nation podcast are proud to partner with Promescent. Listen, guys, we've all been there. You're having a hot night with a hot chick, maybe a few hot chicks, but you need to kind of delay the time before you pull that trigger. That's where Promescent comes in. They have this awesome product called the Delay Spray. You literally spray it on and it delays the time that you orgasm so you can make sure that your partner is well taken care of. And as swingers, we're all about making sure our partners are well taken care of. And Promescent Delay Spray is the perfect product for that. Click the link in the show notes below to get yours today. Most people have unprotected oral sex, right? Be honest. Now think about your last STD test. 
Did your doctor tickle your throat with something that looked like a giant Q-tip? Probably not. Yet that's the only way to check for oral gonorrhea or chlamydia, which are often asymptomatic. You need a better doctor. You need shamelesscare.com. Use coupon code TSN at checkout. The Swing Nation podcast is proud to announce an official partnership with SDC.com. SDC stands for Seek, Discover, Connect. And with over 3 million members in over 50 countries, it's the world's largest lifestyle community and a great place to link up with open-minded couples, singles, and kinksters from around the globe. Whether you're just starting your lifestyle journey or you're an old pro, SDC has something to offer you. With chat rooms, live cams, groups, and blogs, there's always naughty fun to be found. SDC.com also has expert advice, professional articles, and entertaining content to enhance your erotic lifestyle journey. With information about parties, events, clubs, and businesses, STC is so much more than just a hookup site for swingers. It's truly an epicenter that can keep you plugged into the pulse of the lifestyle community in your area. We personally love the website's ease of use and amazing customer support. They have supported us in our podcast and giving generous donations to our charity fundraising efforts. So if you're looking to connect with like-minded people, click the link in our show notes and sign up for SDC using our affiliate link and receive a full access for 14 days completely free. Make sure you join the Swing Nation STC group and send us a message. All right, guys, welcome back. We're still here with two girls and one pineapple, which is interesting that Gene's the one pineapple. I didn't realize that was the the name. Was that was it always that, or did he just get added in as the pineapple after? No, he was always the Gene. He was always the Gene. <laughs> yes, he, he, between the both of them, they both were like, I have this crazy idea. <laughs> so it wasn't your idea. It was their idea. It, yes. it was my idea. Well, we were all drunk. We were yeah. all talking. <laughs> we're like, you know what? We sh- I should start uh, because we were at Secrets and we had bought these little shower steamers, the Secrets. Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple of girlfriends hopped into the shower and they're like, oh my God, what is that? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they were like, oh, they're shower steamers. Like, you should sell this. I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah. And then one time we were drunk, we we're like, you know what? Maybe we should start selling mm-hmm. these little shower steamer things because they are damn good. And they're so like, you, yeah, just- you should do it. Yeah. So real quick, anybody that's listening and, and doesn't really maybe understand fully what we're talking about. So um, two girls, one pineapple, which is the, the, the two beautiful ladies and then Jean who are on the podcast right now. They actually own a uh, I don't know if it's even really a lifestyle business, but they own a business where they make um, shower steamers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they also have you guys have a, other few products. They have um, a ton of products. Sex toys. <laughs> I've seen toys, now. Yeah. Uh, I saw I saw a bunch Anything of keychains and jewelry and hair scrunchies and yeah. hair clips. Mm-hmm. Uh, so can you just just tell us a little bit about um, your business and what what it is? And we'll okay. start with that. Our business does everything pineapples. We have upside down pineapple accessories that we hand make. We have the shower steamers that we hand make, and we have the scrunchies that we hand make. And then everything that's not upside down is just because we like pineapples. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we were trying to go into the direction of self care. Okay. We definitely wanted to do uh, shower steamers and bath bombs and creams. But at this point with our living situation, I, we want to have more space for that. But for right now, we're just doing the accessories and now wigs. That's we awesome. Wigs now. Um, we just want to cater towards self-care. Mm-hmm. Everything self-care and pineapple love. That's awesome. And so you sell at Secrets. Is there any other places? Like, is it online other than that? Or do you, how do you, how do you get orders? We sell on our website at www.twogirlsonepineapple.com. And we also have our shower steamers at all Fair Villa stores, including the ones at Secret, which is just the shower steamers right now. We're actually in conversation of adding more stuff to the store. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And we've used the steamers. They're awesome. They come in all these really cool scents. So I I highly suggest them. Yeah. So let's go over it. Because I, I didn't even know what a shower steamer was until not. until Lacey started using your shower steamer. You so were confused why we, it didn't go in the bathtub. <laughs> can we talk a little bit about what a shower steamer is? A shower steamer is essentially a bath bomb before your shower. 
You put it in the corner of your shower and with sprinkling a little water on it, it releases aromatherapy, giving you that spa, soothing, relaxing feeling inside of a bathroom, inside your shower, at home, at secrets, at in a cruise, anything in a small space with steam, you know, one of those days you're washing your hair, shaving your legs, or having a sexy moment in the shower, want to have that intent uh, that um, people use that uh, scent, the sense of touch and sense of taste, and people tend to forget the sense of smell, and that's where we're trying to remember, or, you know, remind everybody to use aromatherapy in the bedroom and to set up the mood for certain people. Yeah, and they're, they're so they're the shape. The steamers are in the shape of a pineapple, and they're different. I almost said flavors, but that's not right. They're different scents. <laughs> different and, scents. Uh, different colors. Are, are there yeah. different aromas in them? I assume there's different stuff in, inside of each one. And <laughs> Yeah, we have know. more than 10 different scents. Out, all natural uh, ingredients. We have the four original scents, which is menthol with eucalyptus. And that one's good for congestion. Congestion. I think that is everybody's favorite. It smells just like... Uh, Big spray Yeah. <laughs> You'll mm-hmm. definitely release the congestion. Uh, lavender orange and pina colada the party favorite <laughs> yeah that's awesome so how, how long ago did you guys um start that that business venture uh we started a little over a year ago to get the feeling of things but we became an llc a couple of months ago seeing that this is actually <laughs> things are actually moving along naturally Mm-hmm. And figure that this, there's no way out now. We're too yeah. on pineapple. <laughs> That's awesome. And are, so you guys have other jobs, or is this like a side hustle, or is it a full time business? Or you have such great questions. I love this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a side hustle for us. This uh-huh. is not full time. I work at a hospital. Um, Sarah is a caregiver. Um, she t- also takes care of my kids. Um, and Jean works for a large uh, company. We don't, I don't have to say. I don't know if I can say. Yeah. No, no, we, we don't have to say. Yeah. He's yeah. a manager <laughs> at a company. Yeah. yeah, that's more than fine. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's really great. I hope it grows and gets so successful that it is your full time gig. Yeah, it's the I, goal. Hopefully, hopefully that will be the ideal. But I do love my job. I love yeah. working at the hospital. It allows me to help people. For real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. You know, we you know, we started all this as kind of a side hustle and now we're doing it full time. And it's it's nice when you can, you know, if you have are passionate about something and it you yeah. see it grow and then and, and are able to do it full time, it that is a nice. But like you said, if you have other passions as well, you know, you might maybe want to hold on to both. Um, okay, so I'm very curious um, because you guys are one of the well, we know I guess a, a few polyamorous couples that swing. Not we don't know a lot a lot, especially not personally. Like mm-hmm. we've heard of a lot and we've seen you know people on TikTok and stuff like that, but to actually have a couple or a, well a relationship, you know, here that we can ask questions and pick your brain. Like I guess my thoughts are. Is it the same as it would right. be for two people? I mean, I'm sure it's so different. How to be a swinger with three instead of two. But I guess like my, I just, I don't have all the questions. Okay. Like my first question is like, do you have like normal boundaries just like any other swinger couple? Or are they like, like Sarah and Jean have certain boundaries and you and Jean have certain boundaries. Is it like that? How does that, how does all that work? Well, first and foremost, respect has to do a lot between us three. That's how we yeah. complement each other. Um, definitely we have to speak about what we like and what yeah. we don't like. Like if the even if the situation is like happening right now, like okay, we need a moment to talk about this, we're cool, we're not okay, so, you know? Yeah. It's a game plan, you know. Sometimes life throws like like random experiences at us and you know, just try to solve it in the most respectful manner. It's, have fun with it at the same time, you know? Right. So I know like, so me and Lacey are like a same room full swap couple. It sounds to me like you guys are kind of, when a situation arises, you, you have a conversation and you decide what you're comfortable with. Do you, are, do you have, Hey, we only play in the same room together. Are you guys allowed to go off individually or do you go off in pairs? How does all that, that dynamic work? Or do you just have a conversation every time and decide based on the situation? 
Um, most of the time it's um, us three. Like it's just it's better with us three. Like, no, I, so <laughs> no, I get that because I don't. You know, I know like some people are very like comfortable with different rooms, but like it wouldn't be fun if my if Dan wasn't there with me. Like I exactly. want him there with me. He's like yeah. my exactly. partner in crime. You know, yeah. Whatever. Yes, it's just so much better when let's be around, and they just gotta accept us three. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. We're looking for a fourth, maybe. You know, never know. Yeah. We're open. Yeah. So I know for us, it's hard. You know, we always joke that finding a couple that you're equally compatible with mm-hmm. is almost almost as hard as finding a unicorn, right? Everybody always mm-hmm. says, oh, finding a unicorn is so hard. But finding a, a couple that where you're equally, the two of you are equally attracted to, to two of you and you, you want to do that full swap situation, that can be well, very difficult. Very I would imagine yeah. now having <laughs> three people. That <laughs> that's 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 okay. Okay. The dynamic and when we look at each so, other, we all give each other a look. Yes, yes, yes. Has it happened between us three? No. Has it happened where we're separately between maybe two or, or it is? Yes, mm-hmm. it has happened. Um, Jean and I tend to play play by ourselves as swingers. And then if we go us three, then we play together on the same one, same room. We like to watch 100 mm-hmm. percent, especially her. <laughs> yeah. So like maybe you and Jean would hook up with like a single and she would still Sarah would still be in there, but she would just be Correct. maybe like watching. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Correct. And then in, if she feels comfortable, she'll join. If not, mm-hmm. she'll just watch. And that's tend to how it usually works out because people are just so excited. Oh my God, it's a throuple. <laughs> yeah. That's what's going to be my next question to you. What type of feedback do you get from the swinger community? Like when they find out that there's three of you, are they like, holy shit, this is cool. Are they like, oh my God, this is too many people. Like, what is their reaction to, because you don't see a lot of ruffles at swinger parties. They're shocked. Yeah. They're shocked. They're, um, they're like, how, they're usual, how does it work? How how does it, (laughs) like, who's with who? How long with who? Like, those, those typical questions that you've had or that you've asked previously. Um, we just go in. We're, we're just a throuple, and we like to set up as friends first. We tend to not rush into things. Yeah. If the vibe is right, then we'll continue the night. If the vibe is, and then if the vibe is right later, then we will, we'll make it a point. Yeah. But you feel like the swinger community has been very open and receptive oh, to yes. your relationship. And respect. Yeah, so respectful, I feel. That's awesome. I feel like on the most part, super respectful because... You know, we are two ladies and sometimes you'll catch us by ourselves because you know that Jean will walk away mm-hmm. from from us or I will walk away from her for a minute. You know, and you know how the guys tend to just oh, come yeah. towards you running and it's like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that happens every time. Every time I get left alone, it's like they swarm and I'm like, they where swarm. the hell did it's- everybody go? <laughs> So no, I get that. Um, so that's yeah. awesome. That that makes me proud of our community that they're so respectful of y'all and accepting. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, and so another question I have: since you guys started as lesbians, do do you encounter a lot of lesbian couples? I know we have seen. We get a ton of questions about lesbian couples at swinger events, and we've seen some, mm-hmm. not a ton, but we have seen some, which we always enjoy seeing seeing them there. So. Do you see? Do you see a lot of that? Not at all. Not actually. at all. Yeah. We've yeah. met like probably one other couple, and we see them at random. <laughs> yeah. At rooftop, you know, and it's just, and we always have such a good time talking with each other. I don't know why we haven't hit them up, which we should, by the way. Like, <laughs> so, you know, like just a side note, I nice. feel like the gay lesbian community are probably swinging. They just don't know that's what it's called. If you think about it, because you don't see a ton of gay lesbians at couples or individuals at swinger parties, but you know, they're doing it right. They, they are, yeah. they've got to be. I think I, at least for me, I don't think I've really seen an ethical non-monogamy lesbian group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's yeah. gotta be ethical non-monogamous lesbians. So somebody <laughs> needs to head up. Somebody needs to head up that group. You may be yes. the person. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Like there, there but, has to be hiding out there. Yeah. But I mean, I just think that there is the ethical non-monogamous group. Like 
community is so much bigger. So many people, especially like the new generation of people coming up, they don't even realize that that's yeah. what they are. So I think there's a lot more of us out there it, than we realize. It is interesting that, you know, within our community, within the swinger community, you see a lot of, you know, um, bisexual people, it seems very, you know, oh, it's, very, it's pretty yeah. prevalent. But yeah, we we don't see a lot of just, you know, pure lesbian or pure gay uh, couples around that, that we've seen. I mean, there are a few here and there, but for the most oh. part, I think it's, it's, I don't know if it's an untapped group or how you would word that. Yeah, because or I'd be willing if they just to have bet. their own clubs and groups that they're going right. to and, and not, you know, participating right. in the swimmer community, but they're participating. They just don't know it's called swinger. <laughs> or they don't want to exactly. It. We didn't know what it was. And we yeah. didn't know what this was until we bumped into the lifestyle. Like, I hope that our voice will get out there and be like, okay, two girls are actually out there making it happen and can actually find a third or just have fun in general and not have to invite the other person, you know, and have rules mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. probably they're just winging it and just saying, we're just want to have sex with other people and not understand the process. Yeah. Yeah. And I, so, you know, that actually, that's a kind of a good question. So, you, you know, you said as a lesbian couple, you had turned to Craigslist and you were finding these guys cause to kind of fulfill some of these fantasies you had or, you know, some sexual, you know, desires that you had. Um, now that you've found the community, do you feel like it's a safer space to engage in that, you know, exploring those fantasies? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I don't have to tell somebody where I'm going. Mm -hmm. so if I'm going to you know, a hotel where, where I'm planning to have these meetings or to certain parties, um, I don't have to uh, let the person at the front desk know I'm meeting a, mat a random person, make sure that I leave. Right. You know, mm -hmm. because it was very, it's a very scary time to meet random people. And yeah. at least if you go to one of these places, there are random people, but there it's a community of people that they see you. Like if someone disrespects you, a group of people is going to see you and they're going to stand up for you. Because yeah. I know that if I see some injustice, injustice happening between a single male and a female or a couple and they're new to the lifestyle, I'm going to, I would say something. Yeah. You know, you see something, you say something, you're just not going to let something slide like that in a yeah. community like, uh, like ours, especially when you're in a group of friends and that group of friends are all so protective of each other. You know, I don't know. I feel safer. I like it. No, I can get that because when I was a single female who was engaging in law, so I was meeting people alone too. And so I get what you're saying. And the like the thought of meeting someone off Craigslist is very scary. So my hat is off to you <laughs> and Jean for not, you know, for being respectful. But that does seem very scary. I was scared meeting people off like lifestyle um apps and stuff. So I would imagine that Craigslist is even scarier. So and then uh, being a unicorn and then meeting couples. So not only that you're just planning on meeting one person, you're meeting two. Mm -hmm. Two against one, you know. Yeah. It, yeah. It's oh. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we've moved away from Craigslist and y'all are in the last. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot so of people bad. do it. I mean, no, I mean, I've looked at yeah. I've looked at Craigslist all a, a ton. Like I never met anybody, but I do. I, <laughs> so, I played the fifth. I played the fifth. Oh, damn. I played the fifth on that one. <laughs> I tell you, the ladies are the craziest stories are the, they're always the best. <laughs> Yeah. I'd always like scroll through Craigslist late at night. Like yeah. that was before I was like, um, like in the lifestyle. But I guess maybe I knew I was like freaky or like different because I would like read that shit on Craigslist and yes. laugh. Yes, people are crazy. But then part of me was like kind of turned on that these people did all this weird shit. And so here yes. I am. Here yeah. I am. Well, if there's a lesson to be. There's a lesson to be learned there that is, you know, if you're listening to this and you're meeting people in parking lots and uh, at hotel rooms or, you know, there's easier, better ways to do there, it. There's a whole community of people that uh, there's security. There's there's other people uh, there. It's it's way, way safer. There, there's condoms in every coffee table. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is too funny. So, yes, it we, is a safer way. Yeah. Right. We encourage random sex, but uh, do it safely. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So is there anything else that you girls um, would like to share 
two girls and one pineapple would like to share with uh, the Swing Nation listeners, with the the swinger community out there? Uh, is there anything we didn't touch on that you you wanted to highlight? Uh, stay freaky, stay safe, <laughs> practice self care. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and um, I, yeah, man, that's pretty much it. For the love of pineapples, have fun. Yeah, yeah. Fun. <laughs> well, you know, I, I assume we're going to see you in, in September at Secrets. Is that are you guys going to be there? Oh, that is hopefully the plan. We're trying to make plans to make that happen. We're, we're okay. I just asked for the days off. Okay, yes, awesome. I'm waiting for that. Yes, yes, awesome. we wouldn't miss it. Right. No so if you're listening, <laughs> if you're listening, we will be at Secret Hideaway Resort again in September. Uh, what the 22nd 24th something like that i can look it up somewhere, right. some, somewhere in there anyway you can find all the information for that on swingersociety.net but two girls and one pineapple will be there in person hopefully uh hopefully they're, they're gonna be <laughs> there i already know they are they're, they're gonna be there you can get their shower steamers and all their cool pineapple merch um they got some good stuff they do they had some clips like hair clips and i didn't get one so i need one i'm gonna have to is that what is that where hannah got hers yeah that's where that's a girl a friend of ours got one and i kept meaning to go over there and get one but then i got i got busy so but yeah there's a hair clip that i'm one has your name on it we promise okay good (laughs) (laughs) all right so one more time if people want to find you if they want to find your website if they want to find your shower steamers um where should they go to do that um uh twogirlsonepineapple.com all social media instagram facebook and tiktok two girls on pineapple tiktok is kind of iffy because it kind of kick us off but yeah. you know two girls we feel you, one yeah. pineapple anything <laughs> yeah and we'll link it in the show notes too so it'll be easy to find we will drop all that stuff mm-hmm. in the show notes we appreciate you uh ladies taking the time out of your day to, to talk to us and tell gene we're sorry we're, we missed him but we'll see him we'll see him hopefully in september Yes, hopefully in September. Thank you for having us. We're totally humbled, and you guys Aww. are amazing. And thank you for thank having you. us. Thank, thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. I think with that, in a world full of apples, be the pineapple. Be the pineapple, guys. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.